0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the On Point Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Greg Locke, and today we're going to talk about three things that you know very well on this show, faith, family, and politics. Today we might talk a little bit more about the family side, because I have a special guest in the studio today, and it's not one of my normal friends, not one of my normal politicians, one of my normal pastor friends. It is my lovely wife, Tysha Locke. Hello, Miss Ty. How are you today?
1: Hello, I'm very well.
0: You know what? I'm going to volley some things to my wife today. We're going to talk a little bit about faith, family, and politics, but uh, as far as talking about family first, why don't you tell the world what it's like to be married to a crazy guy like me with all of the vitriol that our family has to deal with. Tell them about it, dear. (laughs) He just
1: put me on the spot, you guys. It's beautiful. Amen. Um, It makes me very proud of you. Mm. I, I told you that last night. Yes, Um, We're just in a place in our family that we are very proud and just really basking in the glory of the Lord right now. And so if I could say that it was like Mm. anything, it would be like just knowing that you're in the will of God and knowing that no matter what kind of hate comes towards you or what kind of vitriol that they hated him first. And Mm. so if they're hating us, it's because we're saying all the right things that no one else is willing to say. And so it just makes us proud. And it's really showing our kids how to be courageous and stand up for themselves Mm. for what they believe in, in a world and a culture where kids have just been brainwashed to believe things that are not righteous and are not holy and do not line up with the Word of God. And so I'm just thankful to be where we are as a family.
0: And believe you me, ladies and gentlemen, our kids have lost a lot of friends for having us as their parents, but that's just part of it. You know, we tell our church all the time, if everything you say is accepted by the culture, then what you're saying is not biblical for the most part. And so, yeah, there's a lot of vengeance, a lot of vitriol, a lot of death threats, a lot of things that we have to put up with, but uh, it's a strange ride to be married to Pastor Greg Locke and to be part of the Global Vision Bible Church family, speaking of which, we just raised money for a double-sized tent. Uh, We didn't know what we were going to do when we put up this big old 500-seat tent. I think it's only supposed to seat 400 people. We're putting like 650 people in it. And so we've bought one that's going to be double the size. And I'm convinced, darling, that God's going to fill it up. And uh, he's just going to continue to bring people, folks standing in line, getting saved, getting baptized every single week. So really, it's just been a beautiful thing. I think it's been, Brian said, about six weeks since we've done a podcast, which is super unusual. We were doing like one or two at least a week. But I want to give you a little bit of an update since the last time we had Dr. Malachi O'Brien on. You can go to Telegram. You can get on Gab. You can get on Clout Hub. All of those social media platforms platforms. We've been on, of course, Instagram and you know, TikTok and all of that for a long time. Even today uh, doing this broadcast, I'm on a 24-hour ban from Facebook. have no idea why. I don't even think it was my fault. And so eventually they're going to cut us from all of that. But PastorLock.com as well as GlobalVisionBC.com has all of our social media contacts. The new book that's coming out, Weapons of Our Warfare, and, of course, This Means War has been doing very, very, very well. But I don't want to talk a lot about all of that stuff going on and give you a bunch of commercials. I just want you to know that you can follow at Pastor Locke everywhere. You can also follow my beautiful wife. She has all different type of social media things. And I think she has a new podcast coming out. Is it Remnant Rising, baby, something like that? Remnant Rising. Remnant Rising. And if you think I'm a decent communicator, she's a more than decent communicator. She is a teaching, preaching Bible machine. And so very, very soon uh, we're going to be kind of yoking up with her. Maybe I'll be on, get the privilege to be on her show, I guess, maybe sometime. You reckon I can get on your show sometime? I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) I need some clout points to get on my wife's show, The Remnant Rising. Uh, Here's what we're going to do. Let's volley over to talk a little bit. She's real good about politics. She's one of these chicks that kind of like stays up until the middle of the night, and she searches and scours the internet for all of the stuff that's happening with the White House and with the Capitol and uh, with her insurrectionist husband and all of that, and so she's really up-to-date on a lot of stuff, but one of the things that we're super excited about is we are finding out And it doesn't mean that we wear tinfoil hats, and it doesn't mean that we're conspiracy theorists. We are finding out that there are thousands, shall I say tens of thousands, of children in various places around the world, especially in the United States, that are being rescued from sex trafficking. And I know, darling, that is one of your heartbeats. Speak to that just a little bit about really, I think people don't understand how widespread sex trafficking and abuse of our children really is. And all of this stuff that they say, well, that's not true, adrenochrome and satanic rituals. It's a hundred percent true ladies and gentlemen it's happening and our kids are being rescued talk about that Miss Ty.
1: Yeah, so it's been really interesting because we've seen in the presidency of uh, President Donald Trump where a lot of sex trafficking rings were beginning Mm. to be um, exposed and, you know, children captured and saving all of these children. And, you know, for a while there was this hashtag on social media, Save Our Children. Right. And then I think everything with the election just kind of buried that. But it's always been my heart to be involved in in sex trafficking and saving children from that and men and women because Mm -hmm. it doesn't just happen to children but as a mother my heart is more towards the children and so what i'm finding in all of my research is that you know we they don't just come right out and tell you you Mm -hmm. know all this stuff happening over in burma right now it is one of the number one places for sex trafficking we have some friends of ours that uh work with a, a home in Thailand, Mm -hmm. uh, right across the border from Burma. And they actually go into Burma and save these children. And so I think that it's been you know, the real pandemic of our Mm. lifetime has been the fact that children are being sold as sex slaves by their own parents um, just for money, because a lot of people are for sale and the damage that it does to those children moving forward. And so right now, what we're seeing is, you know, they're oh, the military, you know, overthrew the government in Burma. Well, it's okay to look at that on the surface and say, okay, well, you know, they had election fraud. Mm. And everybody's like, well, when's America going to hop on that bandwagon? (laughs) Well, I think it's coming soon. But what we have to realize is that in what we're dealing with, the Lord is bringing darkness to light. Mm. And that was a promise that He had given me well before the election of 2020, well before anything like that. The Lord had given me a promise that He was going to be exposing the darkness in high places. And so what I'm seeing now in all of these different countries in Italy and Burma even here in the United States you know i think a somebody from the republican party was arrested just mm. the other day for child porn and things like that and so what we're really seeing is everybody keeps asking me you know how is god moving what is god doing in this time and i just feel like how can you not see what God yeah, is doing? You absolutely. know, all of these things are being exposed. And it really started with President Donald Trump when we started seeing all of these sex trafficking rings being busted and, mm-hmm. you know, people being brought to justice and children being given back to their families. And, you know, I think people would be surprised how prevalent it actually is here in the United States of America. Yeah. I was talking with some people after church on Sunday and they were blown away by the fact that I told them that Nashville was actually one. of the largest hubs for sex trafficking because we have three major interstates that intersect in the nashville area and so there's a lot of sex trafficking that goes on right here at home for us and so what my heart really is in this year of the year 2021 is to continue to expose that darkness to continue to talk about that and to make people realize that for one we know that the mainstream media lies to us (laughs) because they've lied to us for a long time and brainwashed us to believe things that aren't even true but when you dig deeper and you start doing your own research you start finding that God truly is moving in this time yes. there is an outpouring of his spirit we're seeing pockets of revival happen all over the place but we're also seeing God bring all of this darkness to light and so I'm my prayer and what I'm believing God for is that these children are going to be saved yes. from this wicked nonsense that has went on for so long and is such a pandemic and an epidemic that is like the elephant in the room Mm. and so I tell people all the time you have to hold the line and that's not a political statement for me that's a spiritual statement for me because we are holding the line that we are believing and trusting in God to expose all of this darkness to save these children and so that we can move forward not just as America but as the world as a whole to get back to the righteousness of God and his holiness.
0: Mm, Mike, drop moment there. And let's be fair, ladies and gentlemen, this is not a Democrat issue. I, I'm for exposing anybody on the Republican side that's a crook also. <laughs> a pervert's a pervert. Absolutely. You know, a, a child thief is a child thief. Okay, people having sex with kids and selling these kids, I don't care who they are from the top down, we ought to expose each and every last one of them. My wife used the word pandemic a couple of times, and speaking of the pandemic, how many of you have recognized the fact that now we have to wear two masks everywhere we go? Man, things escalated quickly, right? People are like, oh my goodness, we're going to get out of 2020 and get into 2021, and things are going to be better, and uh, I hate to be uh, too frank about it, but we went from uh, nasal swabs to anal swabs real, real quick, and so uh, 2021 hasn't turned out well, and now there are two masks. Uh, American Airlines now uh, has like a not necessarily a double mask policy, but it's like a double ply policy. And you know what's crazy? We walk through TSA, we get all the way to the gate, and nobody says a flipping word. Nobody says anything. We're tired of it. People have had a gut full of it. And yet, everywhere you go, people are like, you wearing a mask? Are you wearing two masks? And it's just, it's nonsense. And people that still believe this stuff have been such sold a bill of goods by the mainstream media. And they make us look like the bad guys. Here's what I believe about America. I believe in personal responsibility. Meaning by that, I know the risk. Okay. they say there's a risk. They say there's a virus. They say there's a what I consider to be a flu bug. But I know the risk. And so if I choose to wear a mask, great. If I don't choose to wear a mask, great. Because if yours works, it doesn't matter if I'm wearing one or not. The same is true with the vaccine. And what we've done in America is we've taken away people's personal responsibility. And uh, it's nonsense. Haven't our schools opened back up, babe? I think our schools opened this week. They opened
1: back up this week full time for the children to go back to school. Are they masking them? I I believe they're masking them, um, which I feel like, just in my opinion, is child abuse in a lot of ways because um, you're just muzzling your child for an entire day. Um, But, you know, we don't look at it like that. You know We don't look at it as the fact that we have shut our children down, you know, suicide and depression in children during this time and during this Mm. pandemic, if that's what you want to call it, (laughs) um, has just been... Unbelievable to me. Mm. And, you know, we just continue. We were at Dunkin' Donuts, go figure. (laughs) We were at Dunkin' Donuts, I think this was two weeks ago, and this little child walked in and um, he had a mask on. And it broke my heart so bad because you could just tell by the posture of his body, just his body language, that he was not okay. He wasn't your normal, oh, I'm on a daddy date with my dad, going to get a donut, skip to the loo, my darling. He was Mm. just very, You know, sad and slumped over, and it broke my heart so badly because I felt like if I could just see his face, you know, if I could just see him— then I could know if he was okay or not. Yeah, and that bothers me that we have silenced our children. All mm. of this is conditioning. Yes, no matter what they say, all of this is conditioning. It is political. It is, you know. Do I think coronavirus is real? Yes, I believe it's a virus. You know, my my own mother had the COVID, um, but I also believe that it is driving so much more in a spiritual aspect. We're being conditioned yes. for the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in, they scan your forehead with this thermometer. And I'm like, well, no, you know, I I don't want my temperature taken because sure. it's conditioning. Yes, And this nonsense with two masks, well, I thought one mask worked, yeah. you know. So now all of a sudden we have to wear two masks and they don't really know what's going on. And then they roll out this vaccine so quickly and people all over the place are speaking out about the side effects of it. You know, people dying from it. Um, there was yeah. a nursing home. I think it was in ireland somewhere and you know they had taken all the the elderly in and vaccinated them and then like 66 of them died Mm. you know like two weeks later and so it's just really conditioning and it's a way for the government to see who's going to bow down so quickly who's going to bow to the golden calf of our society and sadly the real sad part is that most christians if that's What we want to call them. Most Christians are bowing so easily to the golden calf of our society and they are being conditioned to take the mark of the beast. And I sit back and I ask myself, do you read your Bible daily? You know, is the only place that you get fed is from your church who. Your pastor is probably a coward and hasn't even opened mm-hmm. up your church yet, yep. and you're doing online, and you're forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. And you know, with the whole thing, I would just encourage people to get into the Word of God yeah. to realize that this is conditioning for the mark of the beast. That we are truly in the end times, and I know that people have thrown that around for a long time. But if you cannot see what is happening right now that lines up with prophecy, that lines up with the Bible, and you just back down so quickly yes. to follow all of these nonsensical mandates that make absolutely no sense. You can't tell me that from the door to my seat in a restaurant that I can <laughs> catch covid so yeah. I have to put a mask on, but once I get to my seat I'm free to take that mask off and eat in public with people that don't have mask on. You know, it's just ridiculous. All of it is nonsense yes. and you know, at the end of the day It's all conditioning. The government wants to know who are the sheep that are going to stand in line and been led to the slaughter, and unfortunately, we're seeing it in the church of the living God because we truly... As the church, do not believe that the Lord can still raise from the dead, Mm. that he can still heal, that he can still restore, that he can still do miracles. And so we just live in this fear, and that's all it is. It's a propaganda of fear. Yes, it is. And that is not from the Lord, so...
0: Well, at the end of the day, it really is conditioning. And uh, you'll notice she said a couple of times uh, about the Mark of the Beast. I saw yesterday Ed Stetzer, who's a great leader in the Southern Baptist Convention, but he's kind of bent and bowed a lot of this stuff. And he's like, I just want somebody to know that needs to hear this, that uh, the COVID-19 vaccine is not the Mark of the Beast. We're not saying it's the Mark of the Beast. We're telling you it is the precursor for the Mark of the Beast. The reason that people are rolling over is because they're being mainstream media uh, conditioned. And so we're not saying that getting this vaccine means that you, you're damned to hell and uh, you're following the Antichrist, what we mean is they're making it easier for the people that will be damned to hell. Because I'm telling you, if you can walk to Walmart and you are so afraid of what's happening because the the MSM has told you that you have to wear a mask or you have to be vaccinated, and you can't even go into Walmart and you're willing to bow down and lay down on your values, convictions, and principles just to shop at Walmart, then I'm here to tell you, when this thing really does roll out, man, I'm telling you, all hell is going to break loose. So I'm not wearing the mask. I'm not taking the vaccine. And I for gum sure promise you that I'm not going to ever be taking the market the beast. And so, at the end of the day, whether I'm here, there, or in the air, it doesn't matter. As my wife said, they're just trying to see who they can control and who's going to be a problem moving forward. And guess what? 90% of the people in America can be controlled. But I'm going to be a problem moving forward. Okay, I'm just telling you, our church is going to be a problem uh, for this community or wherever. But what we're finding is that people are starving to death for bold leadership. People aren't showing up at our church because they like my preaching. Okay, they may be showing up because they like her, but at the end of the day, they're really showing up because they like boldness. Okay, the right. Righteous are bold as a lion. The wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. And so I think what's happening in the church is that we are full of sheep and we don't have enough lions, enough people with a lion like heart to stand up, push back against tyrannical nonsense. And I get it, people are afraid but God's not giving us the spirit of fear. And so if God's not giving us the spirit of fear, then that spirit's coming from somebody else. And right now it's coming from the media. And I don't care if it's Newsmax. I don't care if it's OAN. I don't care if it's CNN. I don't care if it's Fox News. What you need to do is get your nose out of the newspaper and stick it in a Bible. And and I know every single week, nearly every single day, we have these vitriolic, you know, leftist mainstream media people calling the office, calling me, and they try to paint me as an insurrectionist and paint us into a corner and say that we're a bunch of bigots and a bunch of homophobes and that we hate America at the end of the day. But look, there a nefarious plan against this nation, and I believe it's because this is a nation that is the last bastion of freedom and the last bastion of capitalism. When America falls, the world falls. That's all there is to it, and the CCP knows that, okay? Communist China knows that, and they want us to fall and be under a regime like they are under, and I don't believe God's done with America. And so I'm convinced when we talk about a great awakening, I believe it's gonna be the greatest awakening that we've ever seen. And some people are like, well, you know, the Bible says in the last days, there's gonna be a falling away. There's gonna be a strong delusion. Yeah, uh, the strong delusion is what's gonna to lead to the great revival. I mean, I, I'm convinced that the falling away is going to thin out the ranks and raise up an army. And so really, to me, they're one and the same. They're not contradictory terms. And so the persecution is going to lead to the revival. So the revival's not going to come the way that we think. It's going to come the way that God has promised and predicted that it would. This know also in the last day's perilous times shall come. And so I I know my wife is a big promoter of of end-time prophecy, and she's super, super savvy on all of that, even more so than me. I mean, you got to understand, this gal... She, like, started reading the book of Revelation, like, the moment she got saved. I thought she had lost her mind. She gets saved. She starts reading Revelation. I laughed at her, but I shouldn't have laughed because I'm telling you, she knows more about the book of Revelation and the book of Daniel than I do. But, honey, speak for a moment about uh, your heart maybe behind this end-time revival. You call it a harvest. I love how you talk about that. This is the harvest.
1: Yes, this is my passion. This is my heart. This is my vision that the Lord has given me. This is an end-time harvest. Everything that is going on right now is an attack on the harvest. And so what the enemy has done is he has came in to seek, kill, and destroy because Mm. that's what he does. So he came in to seek, kill, and destroy the church. And we saw that in the year 2020. And it's really an attack on the harvest that God has ready for us because the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. But I believe in this time that God is rising up a righteous people. You know, that's why my podcast will be called remnant rising God is raising up a remnant because he always has righteous people because there is a harvest to be reaped and so in 2020 he separated the wheat from the tares in the church that was the church harvest (laughs) he had to start separating wheat from tares and so now you have this wheat you have this remnant that's rising up as a righteous people that will go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that will do you know what the son of man came to do which is come to seek and to save those which are lost. Mm-hmm. And in this time, I believe that we are poised for such a great awakening here in America. I truly believe in my heart that the Lord is going to use America yes. as a bastion of hope for uh, for the people, because that's what we need, for a people that will stand up and give people the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ, That to tell them that it is finished. The mm-hmm. finished work on the cross is enough for you and enough for me and enough for the remissions of our sins so that we could have eternal life with the father. And so in this end time, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. No, it's beautiful. This is a beautiful time to be alive, you know, to just know that the Lord has, has chosen us for such a time as this to be servants of him and servants of other people that would go out into would feed the hungry and clothe the, you know, people that need clothing to Mm -hmm. give medicine to the sick, to give healing to the sick, to give restoration, to speak hope, to speak life over people's, you know, marriages that are destroyed, to speak life over the prodigals to come home. And so I just believe in this time that the Lord has a righteous people, a remnant of people that are going to rise up no matter how chaotic the world may seem, no matter how terrible politics are right now. I believe that the Lord has a righteous people in this time to go out and to reap the harvest that he has ready for us to reap. And so my heart just moving forward is to You know, we get a lot of, you guys should stay out of politics. Oh, no, 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 because these things are moral issues at the end of the day. Abortion is not a political issue. It's a religion issue. It's a moral issue. It's standing for righteousness and holiness. You know, the sex trafficking, it's standing for righteousness and holiness. And those two things go hand in hand Mm -hmm. because, unfortunately, we have people in high places, wickedness in high places, power in high places. That are you know doing all of these things, and so it is time for the church to stand up against all of this. It is time for us to go toe to toe with our government and stand up for what the Bible says, because at the end of the day, we have to obey God rather than man. Yes. And so I'm excited in this time. People think I'm crazy. They're like, "You get so excited." <laughs> oh, I am excited because there is a harvest ready, yes. and so I'm just ready to be used by the Lord as a vessel and as a servant to Him. To go out and to reap the harvest in these end times, because my focus is not all of the nonsense that's going on. My focus is to be about my father's business and to expand the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I'm ready for the harvest. Amen. Uh,
0: woo. Amen. Amen. Audience, say amen right there. That's some good stuff. You know, as a pastor, a lot of times I counsel people in their marriages, and I get these derogatory husbands. They say, "Do you see what I have to go home to?" Well, let me tell you something. Do you hear what I get to go home to? <laughs> I'm telling you, this girl is on fire and. Man, she loves the Lord, loves me, loves our kids, loves our church, and loves the ministry, loves the Word of God. And so we'll certainly be, uh, linking up with and posting her podcast, Remnant Rising, very, very soon. But, uh, honey, thanks for coming on my show today. This is cool. You know what? I've had a lot of people in this studio, and I've had a lot of people Bluetooth call in, but uh, none as wise and beautiful as you, my love. And so thank you for being on the show. I'll tell you what we're going to do. My wife's a prayer warrior. I'm going to have her just kind of give a quick word of prayer uh, to the Lord for all of our listeners and for our nation and for the churches that are open, and maybe for the other ones to reopen to get some courage. So Miss Ty, why don't you close us out in a word of prayer on the broadcast? We don't always get to do that, but today I want you to.
1: All right. Father, Lord, we just thank you, God. We come into your gates, and we enter with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. Lord, for who you are, for your your holiness and your how glorious that you are in our lives, Lord. And so we just thank you for that. God, in this time, I just pray that you would use this podcast today to convict just one person that it is time to stand for your righteousness and for your holiness, Lord, that we would hold the line, that we would pray and we would fast, God, that you would bring darkness into the light so that your light can be shined so brightly across this country, Lord, and really just around the world. Mm. Lord, we just pray for your hand right now, God. We pray for you to move. We pray that you would open up the windows of heaven and just pour out your spirit among us, Lord. Lord, I pray today that people would step into their calling, yes. that they would step into their gifts, Lord, and that they would use their lives to glorify you, God. God, I pray for a boldness for your church during this time, yes. Lord, for people that would stand up and be courageous, Lord. Lord, if we need anything right now in the body of Christ, it is boldness. Mm. And And so, Lord, would you just give us boldness? Would you give us the courage to stand, to go toe-to-toe with the devil and to bind him by the blood of Jesus Christ, to bind any dark assignment that has came against our nation, against our homes, against our children? Lord, we believe that you are going to do such a mighty work in our midst, God, and we're already seeing it, Lord. So we praise you. We praise you for all of the things that have already been exposed. And Mm -hmm. God, we just ask you to continue exposing those things. Lord, we ask you for more of a righteous people that will stand up in this time, Lord, and that would be about our Father's business, God, and that we would go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in. Lord, may we be kingdom-minded in this time. Mm. May we lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven with you, Lord. May we earn crowns to cast at the feet of Jesus, Lord. And God, would you just keep us and give us the endurance to endure to the end, God, because we know that we will overcome overcome by the word of the lamb by the word of our testimony and the blood of the lamb and so lord we thank you that we have the blood of the lamb Mm. and the word of our testimony god and it's in jesus name that we pray
0: amen amen hallelujah hallelujah well you heard it right here folks on the on point with pastor greg lock podcast show we'll be back real soon we believe revival is coming because revival has begun we love you guys god bless you we'll see you on the flip side real soon